Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Manless, Aaron McGathy and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show's at Smock Alley Theatre and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London, we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins, but if you're in the future, it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. And now you're listening to Dream Gun Film Reads, a parody show where we take our favourite movies and completely rewrite them with jokes and nonsense. The show is then performed by actors and comedians who haven't read the script, so everything you hear is completely unrehearsed. This month's film read is E.T., performed to a live audience in Whelan's Dublin in February 2020. If you enjoy Film Reads, please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that it's possible to review a podcast. And if you don't know what to say in your review, just use it to tell us what film that you would like us to read next. If you'd like to support the show, you can subscribe to Film Reads on Patreon. Patreon subscribers get early access to new episodes, bonus uncut recordings, and occasional tickets to the live show. Links to everything I've spoken about are in the show notes. Now please enjoy Dream Gun Film Reads E.T. Thank you so much. And you up there as well. Thank you. Et by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> In a lush 1980s forest, almost identical to a now forest from present times, but with one important difference, there's a big fucking spaceship in the middle of it. Man, you really just see that ship right away. No messing around, just bam, there it is, looking at you. <laughs> and out of this majestic forest of towering redwoods waddles the dinkiest dink. This is E.T. a space goblin. He looks like if you covered Wally in damp meat. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. (laughs) He penguins his way over to a small fern and fumbles it out of the soil. Suddenly, cars pull up nearby full of human types attracted by the intense spotlight beams blasting out of his secret spaceship. E.T. hopelessly waddles back, but his buddies jet off without him, probably because he's a dink. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in a plaid-colored suburban home, a bunch of Stranger Things boys huddle around a table playing that board game that they play in Stranger Things. Okay, my turn to roll. Here we go. Papa needs a new set of dungeons and or dragons. Awesome, a six. Uh, this is a role-playing table, tabletop game, Stevie. Six is basically a zero. Uh, come on, Mike. How many sides do these dice even have? Look at this thing. It's basically a sphere. Okay, you landed on a dragon, so you got to go all the way back to square three. Okay, okay. All, all right, uh, community chest. Hey, I won a beauty contest. I can see why this is the top game of the wood panel basement scene. <laughs> Barely peeping over the high table peers Elliot, a moppy-haired surrogate for Spielberg's lost innocence. (laughs) He's like the Haley Joel Osmond of brunettes. Hey guys, I'm ready to play now, you guys. 
We're in the middle, Elliot. You can't join in the middle. We've created a rich backstory you don't know about. I just won a beauty contest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's that pizza we ordered? Oh, Steve, can I play now, please? Uh, go get the pizza, then we'll talk. Then I'm in? Uh, Mike. <laughs> yes? <laughs> We're friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't your brother understand that he's younger than us, so we hate him? Sorry, guys, I tried to explain it. Elliot wanders to the garden to await the pizza as the kitchen is just outside the delivery zone. <sighs> Stupid brother and his friends. Someday I'll have friends of my own. Friends who have the technology to melt them. Returning with the czar, he hears a large clunking sound coming from the tool shed. Harvey? Is that you, boy? Stupid dog always clunking around with those hammers. He tosses a baseball into the shed like any red-brooded American kid would do, and a few seconds later the shed tosses it back, which is an out-of-character move for a shed. Oh, no, no, that's completely wrong. Guys, guys! He flees back to the house, trampling the pizza beyond repair. Oh, guys, there's something in the shed. Sorry, Elliot, you're young and we all hate you. All of you? Especially all of us. (laughs) And you don't even know about the pizza I trampled. Disheartened, Elliot goes outside and follows some reptilian footprints, probably a raptor. He wanders through the cornfield that is apparently growing in his garden. Well, whoever he is, he clearly moves in packs. Packs of one. Out from the long grass pops our titular E.T., that lovable rubbery demon. Fuck! E.T. also screams because Elliot is as revolting to him as he is to Elliot. Fuck! (laughs) The next morning, Elliot cycles to the woods to scatter Reese's pieces in a separate project he's got going. (laughs) In a naive attempt to plant a Reese's pieces tree. (laughs) That night... He sits down to dinner with his family. There's his mother, divorced but keeping it together. His sister, the tiniest true Barrymore you ever did see. And an empty world's greatest dad mug in front of an empty Hollywood chair that says dad. Gertie, what are you going as for Halloween? I'm not sure. I'm either going as one third of Charlie's Angels or a ghost in a sheet. I'm not going to stupid Halloween because no one listens to me. It's not that we don't listen to you, honey. It's that what you say is bogus and a bunch of nonsense that we don't believe. Uh, those weird footprints could have been anything. Look, Elliot, all we're trying to say is maybe you imagined it because you're certifiable. I couldn't have. A, I'm not good at imagining. Hey, maybe it was a pervert or a deformed kid. I mean, come on, it's got to be either one of those. Which is it, Elliot? was nothing like that penis breath. Elliot! That's a weird insult. Dad would believe me. Well, maybe you ought to call your father and tell him about it. He loves your hokey bullshit. I said that weird. He loves your hokey bullshit. Your hokey bullshit. I can't call Dad. He's in Mexico with Sally. Elliot, shut the fuck up. Hmm? What's Mexico? It's a place for dirty whores, honey. (laughs) Now, um, excuse me for a moment. I'm going to go cry into the sink. 
Damn it, Elliot, be sensitive. Think how other people feel for a change. Feel their feelings in your body as if they were your own. <laughs> Via some sort of vague telepathic link, maybe. How'd you like that, huh? Sigh. Elliot decides to sleep in the garden that night to keep an eye out. Or maybe he sleeps there every night. I don't know. I'm not his dad. <laughs> Suddenly from the tool shed struts the gnarled, wrinkly abomination, E.T. <laughs> Fuck! Ahem. E.T. approaches and meekly returns Elliot's Reese's Pieces, which are now old and covered in slime. Wait, you like these colored eggs? I have more. E.T. clearly does not like them, but is returning them. <laughs> As Reese's are an inferior brand. <laughs> Elliot uses them to construct an elaborate trail leading straight to his bedroom in some sort of budget chocolate honeymoon. <laughs> wow. It's every boy's dream to have an alien. Elliot stares expectantly, but the alien isn't immediately entertaining, and Elliot falls asleep, <laughs> leaving E.T. to his business. That night in the forest, a trench coat man combs the woods for clues. Special agent Hank Jingly Keys. He's Fox Mulder, but without the ideology or charisma, or a partner, or he's just a different guy. <laughs> Same job, though. <clears throat> He sees the Reese's pieces on the ground. Hello, Dictaphone. This is Special Agent Keys. I'm seeing some small chocolates on the ground here. This will be object number 7286 on my things I found in the forest list. Next up, more leaves. <laughs> The next day before school, Elliot pretends to be sick by swallowing all the pills he can find <laughs> and stuffing his head behind a radiator. Hmm, your temperature is looking a bit high and I don't like the look of those metal burns on your face and hands. Maybe you should stay home, honey. <laughs> Just like Ferris Bueller. Right. <laughs> But no TV. Bye now, honey. Oh, Whopper, Mom. She's gone. Oh, but with no TV, what am I going to stare at all day? Guess I'll go poke at that monster I adopted. <laughs> hey, hey, you can come out now. Don't be afraid. I'm going to teach you about the world. Okay, uh, me, human, Elliot. Elliot. Oh, great job. You're learning to talk. Got it. I'm a fast learner. Okay, what's the next thing? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what comes after names. Um, Coke. See, we, uh, we drink it. Mm. And then we hold a can up for longer than feels right. And then they give us money to make the movie. <laughs> Got it. Couch grab. Come on, next. Hurry up. My people don't live that long. Great. Now, what about love? Love. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's what Sally and Dad feel for each other. His mom overhears this from the corridor and returns to the sink. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. Oh, I just want to show you my whole world. Here, E.T., listen to this music. They're called the Shins.
I could see myself having this on in the background. Yeah, now check these out. These are toys. Like you'll be someday, E.T. I promise I'll be real good to your license. You like Atari games, right? Mike, the all-American older brother, struts in singing the national anthem and scoring numerous touchdowns on the way up the stairs. Hey, how you feeling, faker? I'm feeling fine, because I faked it. Now I got something really important. Yeah, well, Tyler said he scored 69,000 points on asteroids yesterday, but he pulled the plug. Now we'll never know how asteroids ends. Yeah, enough about Tyler. Look, remember that goblin I told you about? Turns out he's more of a goblin than we could ever have dreamed. Oh, this again? Okay. Swear the most excellent promise you could ever make. Uh, okay, I promise. Oh, damn, there's an excellent promise. Okay, stand over there. You better take off your shoulder pads. He loves shoulder pads. He's already eaten three sets. And close your eyes. Uh, don't push it, Elliot. Okay, they're closed. Okay, you can open them now. Well, all right, but I don't know what I'm... Ah! Mike stares down at the alien and his entire worldview is shattered irreparably, leaving him very sad. Hey, you boys got any shoulder pads? <laughs> Elliot, look what I made for you. Look at this picture I drew. Barrymore. <laughs> Stop. Gertie stares down at the alien as her entire worldview is yada, yada, yada. They all scream for ages at the sheer scale of the universe, except for E2, E.T. <laughs> Let's get through this one first. Well, the sequel. Uh, yeah, it was kind. E.T. screaming. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Kids, I'm home! Guys, where are you? Why is there slime everywhere? Quick, everybody in the closet, fast! They hustle into the closet and peep through the gaps in the Venetian doors, which basically functions as a one-way mirror. Hey there, honey. How, how are you feel? Whoa, what happened in here? I was reorganizing. You call this reorganizing? <laughs> put those shelves back on the wall, get the toys off the floor, and put that alien away. Will do, Mom. Bye. I've decided, everyone. I'm keeping him. I have sole custody. What is it? He won't hurt you, Gertie. I mean, he won't hurt you any more than a regular person could hurt you. Is he a boy or a girl? He's a boy or a girl or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I don't see race. I don't care. <laughs> but look, you can't tell anyone. Not even Mom. Why not? She's the only other person I'm aware of. Because... <laughs> Because grown-ups can't see him. Only little kids can see him. So she just think you're mental. All right, checks out. They all gather around the horrible little creature and wonder as he extends his neck impressively. Oh, man, that's good stuff. You have no idea. My neck's been all the way down inside me for, like, days. The next day, the kids bring... <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> so, so impressive. I have so much to teach you. <laughs> the next day, the kids bring E.T. every object in the house to see if it has any entertaining reactions to them. 
I brought you a dead plant for laughs. <laughs> Maybe he's some animal that wasn't supposed to live, you know, some horrible mutation. <laughs> like a cow with two heads. Ah, you're right, I'm a fucking travesty. <laughs> Elliot holds up a big globe of the planet that Scrubs is set on. <laughs> Earth. Think about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Earth. <laughs> Dirt lives here. <laughs> <laughs> and over here, that's where the janitor made that snide remark. <laughs> where are you from, E.T.? I don't like his feet. Oh, they're only feet, you little twerp. I'm much more concerned about where all these Reese's are going. I mean, nothing's coming out and he's not getting bigger. <laughs> oh, he's trying to tell us something. E.T. levitates all the spheres in the room with his mind powers in an attempt to replicate the solar system. He spins them at an accurate speed and they begin to superheat and destroy the room. What do you think about that, huh? <laughs> Maybe think about that the next time I ask for a fucking sandwich. <laughs> the next day, Elliot and Mike walk to the bus stop. Oh. Did you explain school to him? How do you explain school to a higher intelligence? It's like a big room with a guy. Uh... <laughs> no, it's hard, it's hard, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm telling you, Mike, E.T.'s smart, I'm sure of it. Yeah, what about, the, what about when he tried to eat your toy car? No, I'm sure of it, Mike. Elliot, where's your goblin? Oh. Did he come back, did he? Yeah, he came back, but he's not a goblin. He's an E.T., unidentified flying object. Oh. <laughs> Boy, you think you know the world. Oh. Back at the house, Mom hears an ominous sound from Elliot's room. She opens the wardrobe to investigate, but is unable to distinguish E.T. from the toys. <sighs> Thank God, it's just toys. Toys and a Furby that's been shaved and burned. <laughs> Mom leaves. E.T. is finally unsupervised, leaving him face to face with Harvey the dog. <laughs> Stop it. Just you and me now, dog, huh? What are you about? Are you the dad? <laughs> Meanwhile in school, Elliot's teacher is handing out frogs in jars, getting ready for dissection day. Okay, boys and girls, today we will be dissecting these adorable bouncy frogs. You'll locate the heart and notice that it is still beating. That's right, the frog will be alive the whole time. Seems a bit intense for a bunch of nine-year-olds, but who am I to argue with the schedule? Meanwhile, at Elliot's fridge, E.T. is perusing the extensive craft beer selection. Mm, I think perchance a beer for me. <laughs> Back in school. And who can tell me the answer to the next question? I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the answer. I, Elliot, am the smartest boy in the class. Hey guys, is anyone else feeling real loose? You're my favorite teacher, teacher. I don't tell you that enough. 
E.T. has clearly established some sort of abstract spirit link with the Elliot. His thoughts are contagious and his skull is really thin, so his mind just spreads all over the place. Incensed, Elliot begins releasing all the frog jars. Elliot, what are you doing? We gotta free all these frogs, goddammit. I pardon you. Mwah. I pardon you. Mwah. Mom gets a call from the school. Ring, ring. Yes, hello, I'm the mother. Hello, Mrs. Elliot, this is school. <laughs> Your son just released all the frogs and kissed a girl. Everything's just whirling and going bananas. It's mental over here. <laughs> Elliot, intoxicated? Having a bunch of fun? No, I don't think you have the right Elliot. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> Mom! Mom! I want to introduce you to my friend. He's an alien. Oh, hold on, my other child is trying to show me some sort of alien. Mom stares right into E.T. Gertie, it's... Gertie, it's just a weather balloon. <laughs> Sometimes you can't see them so well through the clouds and you mistake them for a, gro- for a gross little man. I'll, I'll be back. Stay, stay there. She leaves. Phone, 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 phone. <laughs> you want me to call somebody? It's not long distance, is it? Uh, no. <laughs> well, that's fine then. Elliot returns home, having been fired from school. <laughs> E.T. sits with his feet up watching the game. Uh. Hey, uh, E.T., j- just wondering, how long are you thinking of staying with us? Oh, I don't know. Play it by ear, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a job going down at my uncle's factory. I could put in a good word. Uh, I'm still kind of feeling things out, you know. I was thinking maybe I could write a novel, <laughs> you know. Look, Elliot, I taught him how to talk. He can talk now. Look. Gertie, he could talk already. He's been talking since the start. Yeah, look, I've been trying to tell her that she's really fucking dumb. <laughs> I did it. E.T. phone home. Home phone. <laughs> Fuck me. <sighs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, d- uh, no, it's E.T. phone home. <laughs> Ah, Jesus. Uh, Everything went wrong there. (laughs) Look, I acknowledge the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Everyone Uh, come back at nine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, man, Elliot, don't police me, okay? Uh, I phoned home. Some of the guys are coming over. That cool? Yeah, no, I guess a heads up would have been nice. How many guys? Oh, I don't know. I just put some feelers out. See you shows, I guess. Elliot and Michael raid the garage for anything vaguely electronic at E.T.'s behest. So, E.T., what are we building anyway? Oh, it's a highly sophisticated radio frequency radar communication. I, I really want to get the fight. <laughs> we already used Mom's credit card to get you the pay-per-view. That was for a different fight. Uh, ow! Oh, E.T., I cut my hand on that spinning serrated blade you gave me. Ah, man. What did I tell you? All right, come come here to me. Come here. Come on. E.T. holds out his suddenly glowing Uh. finger, and Elliot's cut disappears. Oh, wow. Weird, though. I can still feel it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I only made the cut invisible. It's very much still there. But... 
Doesn't that mean? Yeah, out of sight, out of mind, Elliot. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. E.T. levitates the various household electronics and breaks them down to their core components. He's putting it together now. I told you he was smart. I'm worried, Elliot. What if he keeps going and disassembles the house and it's just a pile of bricks and door frames? No, he told me he wouldn't do that. Okay. E.T. begins enriching unstable uranium. Uh, E.T., what's that? Um, I'm just dicking around. <laughs> now it's Halloween night. The E.T. gang conspire to sneak E.T. E. out of the house in broad daylight. Okay, Gertie, you know the plan, don't you? Yes. We're going to put a blanket over E.T., make it seem like it's me, sneak him out to the forest, and I, your four-year-old sister, <laughs> will sneak out on my own and meet you at the lookout, having walked a considerable distance myself. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Close enough, Gertie. Good, good job. In the next room, Mom and Michael argue over his costume. You won't get four blocks in this neighborhood dressed like that. I mean it, you are not going out as a terrorist. All the guys are. Come on, Mom, it's the 80s. It's not now, you know. Succumbing to potential online pressure, Michael opts for the more innocent costume of a man with a knife through his head. Elliot puts on a hunchback disguise. All right, I'm ready, let's go. Seeing the fake wound, E.T. attempts to use his healing powers, but as it's not real, he just grows an extra chunk of flesh on the side of Michael's head. Uh. <laughs> no, E.T., no, it's, it's fake. It's a fake, fake knife. It's not real. Aw, Gertie, what a lovely costume of a lumpy-headed ghost with an extendable neck. <laughs> you kids stay safe and have fun. I'm just going to go stand over the sink and cry. All right, the plan worked, but I am now incredibly worried about Mom. <laughs> they walk through bustling Halloween suburbs. E.T. sees a young child dressed as Yoda and frantically tries to point him out to Elliot. Sadly, his plea goes unnoticed, and Earth takes another 38 years to discover baby Yoda technology. <laughs> For themselves. <laughs> Elliot puts E.T. into his bike basket like he's a baguette. <laughs> and cycles into the forest. Oh, no, E.T., the ground's too foresty. We're going to have to walk from here. Oh, do we? <laughs> E.T. rockets the bike into the air with his mind powers. Oh. Okay, I have granted your bike flight, but it needs power. So you just gotta keep pedaling now. Just keep that up all the way to space. <laughs> they land deep in the woods and Elliot sets up the complex communication system, either because he wants to or because E.T. is physically controlling his body with his mind. The system is complete, my man. I mean, E.T. <laughs> Alright, let's boot this baby up. <clears throat> Dear E, stop. T's Stop, stop. It's me. E, stop. T, stop, stop. Don't stop looking for me. No, stop. No, don't, don't stop. Just don't, don't stop. Stop. E.T., it's working. It's working. B, stop. Y, stop. O, stop. 
Yeah, we should really go now, E.T. It's, it's getting real late. Oh, Elliot, man, there's so much more shit I gotta say. I haven't even pointed out that I'm exactly where they left me. You could be happy here, E.T. I could take care of you. We could grow old together, E.T. Ah, uh, I'm 10 million years old. Do you really think you're the first little boy I've stolen Wi-Fi off? <laughs> Don't be sad, Elliot. E.T. boops Elliot's nose and then rubs his finger on his forehead. <laughs> Boy, sure like touching my head a lot, E.T. Hey, I got a great head. Elliot sleeps out all night in the cold with his little alien pal. E.T. gets bored of continuously healing the pneumonia Elliot gets. <laughs> and he waddles off alone. Back at Elliot's house, his mother has reported a missing to the police. A hard-boiled sleuth sleuths around for clues. Okay, Mrs. Elliot, how was your son dressed when you last saw him? Uh, he was dressed as a, um, a hunchback. Notre Dame, huh? Too soon, big loss. Is there anything, uh... Is there anything to indicate that he might have run away? Did he purchase any one-way tickets? How many copies of On the Road have you seen lying around? Uh, none. Curious. Any family problems or recent arguments? Mrs. Elias, why is this sink full of tears? <laughs> well, um, my husband and I just separated recently, and it hasn't been easy on the children. But uh, run away, I, I, just, I just don't see him having that go-get-him attitude. Uh, Ma'am, if you could tell us anything, even where he is, that would be of great help to us. Just then, Elliot Trundle fucks in the door. <coughs> Boom, I'm back. Oh, Elliot, don't ever do this again, Elliot. Oh, well, that solves that. And finally, ma'am, if you could just give us a description of the boy, we can be on our way. All right, thanks very much for all your trouble, officer. Don't you worry, ma'am. We'll find you, son. Uh... Where is he, Elliot? He's in the forest. You gotta find him, Mike. You said if we got an E.T., you'd do your share. You gotta start putting your hours in. Michael hightails it on his bike, followed closely by the feds. Oh, wait a minute. I'm gonna go the one place cars can't go. The cycle lane. Here we go. He hops into the cycle lane and gives them the slip. Foolishly, the FBI underestimated the power of a young boy on a bike... Down by the reservoir, he discovers an upsettingly unconscious E.T. He looks like a character from some sort of Irvine Welsh book called Skag House. No. No, my space boy. E.T. He rushes the dying E.T. back home. Uh, Mom, uh, would you come with me? What is it? I've got mom stuff to do. R really? No, I've, I've just been standing here. Just come with me, Mom. Remember the goblin? What are you talking about? Michael swings the bathroom door open to reveal Elliot and E.T. lying strung out on the tiles. Uh. Oh, the goblin! <laughs> right. Mom, Mom, we're sick. I think we're dying. We're connected abstractedly. I ate a bag of candy. He ate a bag of candy. So we've eaten two bags of candy. <laughs> My... Uh. Get, get Gertie downstairs. 
Mary grabs her children and rushes them out the door, only to be stopped in her tracks by a towering spaceman looming above her. The FBI really don't know how to deal with this situation, so they just sent in a bunch of NASA astronauts, because it's kind of a space thing. She stares up at a burly Neil Armstrong. Hold it right there, ma'am. You take one more small step, and you'll be in a giant leap of trouble. The Armstrongs stretch a big plastic tarp over the neighborhood. They set up big tubes to go between each house that their big hamsters can use. The family are being interrogated by mysterious men. Does he sleep? That's your first question. Look, I don't know. I've never done this before. Now, have you noticed any sweating? No. Great, it's not showing. (laughs) Um, uh, Again, I've never done this before. I'm very nervous. Yeah, um, are the children all right? Did it build or write anything? Uh, No, uh, well, nothing of merit. You say it... (laughs) (laughs) You say it has the ability to manipulate its own environment? Uh, Well, you know, it kind of works the room. Elliot thinks it's thoughts? No, Elliot feels his feelings and thinks his thoughts. And I think there's some gastronomical link there that's not very... It's not very clear. Just then, the jangly Keys man returns. Okay, it's me, Keys. What's the skinny? We've uh, identified his primary carrier protein, counted his arms. I did a sketch of him. It's all right. He's on a beach. We've done a full body scan. He has a heart, uh, but it's also his stomach. His kidneys are in his skull, and his knees are his ears. Also, his saliva is acid, so, you know, gloves and goggles, people. Uh, you're scaring him. You're scaring him. Dave, could you stop that? You're scaring him. Sorry, guys. Temperatures drop from 20 to 17. Uh, get a hypothermia blanket and some rags. He doesn't deserve our fancy human quilts. Uh, leave him alone. Leave him alone. I can take care of him. Wait, doctor. I just checked his file. According to this, he's got no health insurance. All right, people. <laughs> On that note, let's pack it in. Wheels up in five. Keys flashes his keys at security and approaches E.T. and Elliot. He stares at the alien in awe. (laughs) Elliot, I've been to the forest. I found your Reese's Pieces. (laughs) Now, Elliot, this is very important. Do you have any more? He shouldn't talk now. He's got to talk now, Major. Elliot, that machine in the forest, what does it do? It's doing something. I I put a penny in at the top, and it comes out at the bottom, and it's flatter and elongated, and it says, thanks for visiting the Bronx Zoo. (laughs) Elliot, what does it mean? I really shouldn't tell. He came to me. He he came to me. Elliot, he came to me, too. You're not the first kid he's mooched off. (laughs) I don't want him to die. Not before he pays me back. Oh, he needs to go home. Elliot, I don't think he was left here intentionally, but his being here is a miracle, Elliot. He's like an angel. A little, gross, fat, gross, little angel. I'm glad he met you first. Except for the bit where you left him dead in the river with a raccoon eating his face. He's got DNA. He's got DNA. We've all got DNA, Dave. I'm talking to the fucking kids. 
E.T. E. starts to fade. The doctors stick him full of tubes and shove pills up his nose. Leave him alone. Stop sticking him full of stuff. <laughs> Elliot, shut up, man. I'm trying to score some morphine. I see, Zay. He's speaking. He's talking. Uh, good input, Dave. It's great. <laughs> stay with me. Please stay. Day. Together. Together. Stop copying me. Okay. The creature's systems are starting to fail. How's the boy? He's converting back to normal sinus rhythm. Honk, honk. <laughs> they're, they're separating. Boy and creature are separating. Oh, we're, we're losing E.T. Well, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still here. I'm just dying. <laughs> E.T., talk to me. Stop it. You're killing him. Get your own E.T. Get the boy out. He's bringing down the whole room. Stop it, you're killing him. Stop. He came to me. E.T. speaks his last words and dies. E.T. to Brute. The doctors scramble to resuscitate E.T. Anybody have any ideas? Uh, has he got an organ donor card? Uh, yeah, yeah, here it is. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know any of these. <laughs> I'm going to call it. What time do you have? 1.30. All right, that's lunch, people. Thank God. Let's pack him on ice. Keys closes E.T.'s eyes and other leaded orifices and places coins in all of them preparing him for his voyage to Space Valhalla. He could still be alive. What if alive is different in his culture? They're going to take him away now. They'll cut him up. Would you like to spend some time alone with him? Could we all just step out for a minute, please? Let's leave the most important discovery of this millennia unaccompanied with a child for just a bit. <laughs> oh, look what they've done to you. I'm sorry, E.T. I love you. Elliot brings E.T. back to life with the magic of love, I guess, probably. <laughs> like Pikachu or Jesus. <laughs> E.T. glows happily. Yeah, I'm just chuffed to be back. Oh, my God. E.T. home phone. <laughs> Yeah, E.T., you already said that. Oh, yeah, sorry. My people have a different relationship with time-space. Everything is just happening at once, you know? It's weird. I'm still sitting on every toilet I've ever sat on. All right, just, you just keep that down, and I'll get you out of here. Now I'm making love to my wife. He grabs Michael, and they sneak E.T. into a van they've carjacked. Van jacked. Let's get out of here. Uh, I've never driven forward before. He swerves widely down the road. Uh, I've never run over a dog before. <laughs> he spots his stranger friends. Okay, get the bikes. Okay, meet us down at the old quarry where we found that body. Next to the cave. <laughs> Next to the cave where we killed that clown. 
next to the pet cemetery. Let's do it. The three friends both lock and load. One puts on noise-canceling headphones, which seems unsafe for cycling. Okay. Where's the playground? It's near the preschool. Where's that? I don't know. Normally I just get in mom's car and then when I get out, we're there. Maybe we should go back and do that. <laughs> they ditch the cop cars and meet their friends at the old quarry. The kids trade in their slow, cumbersome van for zippy little rascal bikes. <laughs> they fall into a flying V Mighty Ducks formation, which was the popular formation at the time. We made it! Oh shit, no we didn't. My assessment was premature. The road up ahead is blocked by grumpy cops who are clearly unhappy about being called into work short notice. They begin loading bullets into their walkie-talkies. E.T., this is it. Use your magic to make our bikes fly in the sky. It's our only chance. It's not magic, Elliot. It's just a really long wheelie. (laughs) Whoa! They do a cool wheelie into the air, soaring over the unarmed police. They land in the forest where everything happens, and they're joined by Mom and Gertie. The spaceship arrives, and everyone stares at it in wonder, except E.T., because to him, it's just a bus. Suddenly, a man stumbles out of the bushes. He's wearing a tequila-stained Hawaiian shirt and a cheap sombrero. Elliot! Son, it's me! Dad? Where have you been? Oh, kids, oh, honey, you, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. I, 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 he, he spots the massive alien ship. I was abducted. Yeah, yeah, by these aliens. Yeah, oh boy. Don't get me started. But what about Mexico? Oh, it was awful. Forced me to drink lots of tequila and and, and, and use my credit card and like a whole bunch of bars. Barry. Barry, stop. The aliens, honey, the aliens. So look, and now now I'm out of money. Also, I left, they left my car in Tijuana. So if you could just... Give, give me a, a ride back. Elliot's dad meekly shuffles to the car. <laughs> I just wanted to say goodbye to E.T. Hey, uh, listen, honey, um, my name's actually Alf. Um, <laughs> E.T. is a... Uh, ooh, it's a, it's a bit of a slur. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Thank you. Yeah, Michael. Um, particularly you for that. Um, that that kiss. Behind them, the spaceship flashes its lights and honks its horn impatiently. I should really get going. They're they're double parked, so. But where are you going, E.T.? Where do I send all your shit? What if you get posts? I'll be right here. He points to Elliot's heart, alluding to the egg growing in the boy's (laughs) chest cavity. Okay, well, uh, take care, Elliot. Yeah, uh, safe driving. All the best. Elliot's dad beeps the horn. Come on, let's go! 
Just as E.T. reaches for the ship's handle, it drives a little forward and his friends snigger. Yeah, all right, guys, very funny. They watch in wonder as E.T. takes off in his ship and disappears into space. <laughs> where it's... <laughs> where it's always night time. <laughs> the next day, E.T. is arrested by intergalactic police and charged with disobeying the prime directive by stealing a tree and eating M&Ms. <laughs> the end. Bill Reed's E.T. was adapted by Stephen Colfer, Gavin Dre, and James McDonald, and featured Stephen Colfer, Tony Cantwell, Vanya Eccles, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathy, Finbar Doyle, special guest Peter McGann, and Ronan Carey as the narrator. Music by Wave Farm Productions, designed by Paddy Dunn. friends this is Stephen from dream gun and we have shows on sale in dublin and london right now we are home in dublin this june the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of the matrix jurassic park and titanic at smock alley theater featuring the award-winning ensemble of tony cantwell ronan carey stephen culver that's me finbar doyle hannah mamelis aaron mcgathy and edwin salmon uh, the show at smock alley theater and tickets are on sale right now head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets Meanwhile in London, we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins, but if you're in the future, it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets.